everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Our culture can define love as an unconditional support or agreement. But how can Christians walk in love while standing up for and defending that which the Bible says is true and clear? In today's Devo, Laura helps us understand what Paul means when he uses the word love after reminding us that this is Paul's letter to the believers in Corinth who are struggling to apply spiritual gifts appropriately and resist the ungodly practices of culture. She says, A lack of love was the root of most Corinthians' problems and divisions, and Laura suggests it's the root of many cultural issues today. All of us are gifted in different ways, but what Paul writes is that gifts are meaningless if not used in love or exercised in love. If we use our talent, treasure, and time for our own benefit, which is self-seeking, we are not helpful to others or glorifying God. That's 1 Corinthians 13, 1-3. Laura pointed out that Paul is not addressing the emotion of love, but rather what we can refer to as agape love, which is an unconditional in the sense that it does not depend on being loved in return. Now, here's what you need to know. There are several different Greek words for love, and I am not a Greek scholar, so my pronunciation might not be exactly right, but here's the gist. There's philia love, which is brotherly love and affection, like you'd love a close friend. There's eros, which is romantic love, storge, which is familial love, like that of a mother for her baby or of a brother and sister for each other. And finally, there's agape love, which is the one we're talking about here in this chapter. It's unconditional. The Got Questions website helped me learn that to speak of God's love that he has for the world and that the Christians are supposed to emulate would be agape love. This is the word for love that's most commonly used in the New Testament. For a while, it was thought that Christians must have coined the word agape to speak of a godly kind of love that the world or the Greek world knew nothing of. But the word agape was actually used in the Roman Empire or by the Romans. It wasn't coined by Christians to communicate God's love. Culturally, people would have understood this agape love that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 13 in more of an idealistic kind of way the kind of love you dream of receiving. However, in Christ, we actually see it become a reality. And as his image bearers, this is the kind of love we're to reflect. Those who love in this agape kind of way, Laura said, give up seeking their own status and satisfaction. They let go of past hurts and stop keeping a record of wrongs. They love the most unlovable of people even when rejected. Love is about action and being. Action, how a person lives for the Lord and serves others. Being, abiding in God who is love and seeing that love is demonstrated in Christ's life or through Christ's life. This love and action and being is countercultural. As believers, we are called to love in such a way that is patient and kind. It doesn't envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It doesn't insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful, and it does not rejoice at wrongdoing. That's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6. A prevalent teaching today is that love is tolerant of all things and promotes all things. Think about it. Culture today would say to disagree with someone is to hate them. But again, As Laura pointed out in today's Devo, this is not biblical. Believers are not called to turn a blind eye to sin, 1 Corinthians 13, 6. However, patience, love, and a rejoicing in truth are to mark God's people. The more we become like Christ, the more we will demonstrate love. Love is at the heart of everything God does and asks us to do. 
Laura's Devo is so strong, and if you haven't checked it out, I'd encourage you to, as 1 Corinthians 13 isn't calling us to ignore sin and support ideas that contradict truth. Instead, we're to let this unconditional, agape love infiltrate our responses to such ideas or beliefs. The world throws a lot of these ideas at us, and the ditch can be to get in an argument on Facebook or Twitter, in the Instagram comments, on TikTok— or to avoid certain people altogether so we don't have to come face-to-face with something or someone we disagree with or might be intimidated by. But those ditches definitely don't resemble the presence of agape love. I mean, Jesus didn't move away from people who disagreed with him. In fact, Jesus moved toward them. And sometimes when we think about our own lives, we can get pretty discouraged. But you're not too far gone, and it's not too late to move toward those people you disagree with. I don't know how you're doing with agape love, but I do know that whenever correction is needed, God's grace always makes a way for redemption. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.